Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Cross Point Church Scripture Podcast. It's your host, Pastor Josiah. Getting into Scripture with you guys, uh, one of my favorite things to do, and that is the truth. I know you expect a guy that's got a podcast on it to say that's true, but it is. Um, it really helps me, and all the encouragement you guys have given me that you're listening and that you uh, love the podcast has always helped so much. So here we go. Excited about a new season of podcast with you guys. So today we're kicking off with a great one. It's going to be in Matthew chapter 6. It's the back half of the Sermon on the Mount. Um, and it's a well-known piece of scripture, but I love that because sometimes well-known means maybe we're not paying attention to it as much as we used to, or maybe it's not as shocking as it used to be. So we'll find out about that today. So go to your, if you're driving, don't go anywhere. Just keep your eyes on the road. But for the rest of us, if you open your Bible, grab your coffee, tea, whatever, and turn to Matthew chapter six. And we're going to be in verse 33, Matthew 6 and 33. I'm reading from the ESV, and it says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. All right. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. All right. This um, is crying out for context. Am I right? First, it starts with but. So it's in you know, it's being in contrast to something that Jesus just got done talking about. So in other words, we're coming in the middle of a conversation. Also, it says things like, and all these things. So you got to wonder what that is. And then I think, man, this is so important. It's important all throughout scripture and, and a point we often make on this program, but I'll make it again. It's so important to remember that we are coming in on the middle of, you know, what I said, the Sermon on the Mount. In other words, Jesus has been making a lot of points, and, and maybe one big one. And to know to some degree what those points are could be very helpful so that we don't take Scripture out of context. So let me do this, and then we'll just keep moving because of our time constraints. So the Sermon on the Mount, you know, tons of books about it, sermons, millions, you know, lots of thought over it. And okay, so I won't pretend to have solved it and everything's fine now, but I would say this at, at the very least, or I would say this is trustworthy. If the inward righteousness of your heart, so let's say that, you know, who you really are towards God and other people in your heart is, if not the main theme of the Sermon on the Mount, it's definitely, I think most would agree, definitely one of the heavy themes of it. Okay. The inward person you are in your heart before God and other people. Jesus is redirecting us to that and saying that's what God wants. That's what he wants ownership over. That's what he means to change. That's where sin comes from, like that. And so I think just for the purposes of of looking at this verse today, I think it'd be important just to keep that in mind. So we'll say if that's not the whole thing of the whole thing, because there's some debate about that, I don't think there's any debate that that's one of the main points that Jesus is trying to make. So when he says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, he's addressing the condition of our heart. And let's see how, okay? So the but there is he is comparing it. He's contrasting or kind of sewing up, uh, summing up. His famous speech on not being anxious. I think you guys remember this one. It's, you know, I tell you, this is important. So verse 25, therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life. Anxiety would be a attitude of the heart. 
you know, a way of being. It's anxiety. Therefore, I tell you, it's not directly an action. Actions come from anxiety, but he's addressing the condition of a heart. I tell you, don't, don't live in anxiety about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food, the body more than clothing? And then he goes on, you remember, birds don't sow and reap, he feeds them. Flowers don't spin and get cotton, but he clothes them, and they're more beautiful than Solomon and all of his wonder. Um, oh, you of little faith, verse 31, do not be anxious. What will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? For the Gentiles, that's Jesus' word for people who don't know God at all. For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows you need them all. And then here we are at verse 33, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Okay. Um, first things first, there's some people who like to get extreme about verses like this. And I hate to say it, but a lot of times it's because we are looking for loopholes. We're like looking for a way out of it. Because I can't speak for you, I can speak for me. I live too often in anxiety exactly about what I'm going to wear, eat, and where I'm going to live. And so I want to get out from under this command of Jesus. And so I kind of look for like, well, what does he want me to do? Does this mean no savings account? Does this mean uh, I don't need a job? I'll just wander the hills and God will take care of me? That's the danger of lifting verses up out of their context and just trying to get crazy with them. Uh, if I only just do church work, will God, you know, take care of everything else? First of all, it ignores even the language of the verse itself. So in other words, it says this, but seek first. That's important. It says first. It could say seek only, right? Or, yeah, only seek. And it doesn't. It says seek first. It's a matter of priority. And I think we know, <laughs> I think we know that. Jesus is not talking about closed food and where you're going to live as just being of no importance whatsoever. I mean, that's ridiculous. Jesus lived places now. He makes the point that often where he lived was outside, sleeping on the ground. That's true. But nonetheless, he would, it's not like he refused to enter anyone's house. We often find him in houses and teaching in houses and so on like this and eating food, okay, and wearing clothes. So there's nothing crazy being talked about here. But what is being addressed? Is the attitude of the heart. What do you seek first? What's more important to you? So the greater point that Jesus is making is to people who don't know God at all, their food, clothing, and housing arrangements are of first importance to them. And it's just another way of saying that they are of first importance to themselves. And so what Jesus is really saying here is we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Are those things a priority to you? Are they a priority to you? Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. What does he mean? Well, he means a lot, but we'll, you can look forward in the sermon where it says that where are we supposed to store up treasures? In heaven, where wrath, where wrath, <laughs> moths and rust do not corrupt and thieves do not break in and steal. Jesus bases a lot of the Sermon on the Mount where you're supposed to put him and others before yourself. And when you say, well, who will take care of me? The answer is always God. That God will and has taken care of you. And you can say, and, and I've had this in my life too, you know people or I have people in my family who like died of cancer or you know just something bad happened and they're not here anymore. So what about them? That's why God says his care transcends this current world we're living in. So he says, I will take care of you for what you need in this world to serve me. And in the world to come, 
I will take care of you absolutely forever. And that is the Christian deal. So if you want, you say, well, it's not good enough for me or whatever, that's fine. You, then you have some business to do with God and with his word and you need to look through it and make decisions for yourself. But that is how Jesus lived. He abandoned his comfort and security in this world for his trust in God and to do what God had called him to do. That's what Jesus did while he walked this earth. That's where we can see Jesus in these verses. And he's asking us to follow him and do the same. And you know what's cool? He's asking us to do that based on the fact that he's already done it for us. Look above here, 32. For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and God's not saying, and so you just don't do it. He says your heavenly father knows that you need them all. He knows about this stuff. You need to trust him and his priorities. That's what he's asking you to do. And uh, that leads us into verse 34. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. All right, so what will we do today to make sure that God is our priority? Not in some weird way where we neglect our responsibilities, but in that priority way where God's kingdom and his righteousness will come first. I won't compromise those things to secure myself, either for clothing, food, you know, reputation, whatever. And when I don't, if I decide to put myself first, then anxiety is my pay for doing that. All right, guys, man, I love the Sermon on the Mount, love all this. Um, but we're at the end of our time here. So great to be back with you. Um, Stay tuned for more episodes coming out, and I'll see you next time.